Hi, everyone, and welcome to the webinar that I'm giving this evening on holiday survival. I am going to be sharing my PowerPoint screen with you so that you can see what's going on. I am presenting this evening um, just about 25 to 30 minutes on some tips and strategies for surviving the holidays. So sometimes what will happen at this time of year is, especially if you have experienced a loss, you can often become overcome by emotions. And these can trigger emotions that for the remainder of the year, you might feel like you're in check, you're functioning, you're doing really well, and then the holidays roll around and um, it just can become too much. Because really, the holiday season sometimes seems to start way back in October with Halloween, followed in quick succession by Thanksgiving and Christmas and stores earlier and earlier are putting up their holiday decorations in terms of Christmas and Kwanzaa and Hanukkah. Um, and these emotions can be positive emotions, but they can be exhausting for whoever is dealing with them. And so around the holidays, you often have memories of family and of doing things together. Even if it wasn't the happiest family growing up, those memories are going to be there. A lot of times traditions are rooted in our holidays in terms of things that we do with our family and our children and our friends. Some people go to the same places year after year. You might eat the same meals. You might spend time with the same people. Social gatherings in and of themselves can often be triggers because this is the time of year where everyone seems to be going a million miles an hour. If you have kids in school, most likely they have some sort of concerts and they might have rehearsals. The sports teams have ended, but if they're on any kind of indoor team, that's going on. Um, there's holiday luncheons and dinners and parties and brunches. And sometimes it can be absolutely confusing just to even keep track of your own calendar. So even if you are not experiencing a loss or you're not tuning in because you're, you know, emotionally in a bad place, there are still a lot of emotions. Your immune system can shut down if you're not getting enough sleep. You might feel ragged. You might feel like you can't be fully present for the events that you do have. And so one thing I've noticed is that people that are introverted really do seem to feel overwhelmed by the holidays. And it's that time of year, it gets darker earlier, it gets lighter later, we kind of go into hibernation mode. And it's really easy for even year old, years old, losses to become very fresh. And there's also multiple layers of expectations. You have the expectations that your family put on you, whether it's to attend a certain church service or spend a certain amount of money on presents or buy presents for so-and-so. Um, there's expectations of friends. If you're out of town and you're coming home or if you have people coming in, they might expect to be seeing you, to be spending time with you, to have you accessible. The expectations of the, of the very traditions that make the holidays so special can sometimes just be a bit taxing on us, especially if we're working extra hours or if we've picked up a second job because finances can be a huge stress at the holiday. And finally, there's this idea of society that everything is happy and everybody gets along and Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. And it's a time for um, families to get together and celebrate, even if it's not Christmas, if it's Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or the winter solstice. and this can be sometimes absolutely 
really crushing in terms of, you know, just kind of keeping up with everything. And I'm just checking to see if anybody else has popped on. So I'm going to go back to sharing the screen. Um, and again, my name is Stephanie Smith and you know, this is the holiday webinar. So one of the funniest things that I see are decorations. There is this house that I pass on my way to work every day. They started putting things out in their yard in October. And by now there are probably close to a hundred moving lit creatures, objects, um, in there and it's taken them months to put up so I can only imagine how long it's going to take to put down but one thing that I really want to say is that no one says that you have to go all out there's no law there's no norm in terms of how many lights are supposed to be out or what color scheme you're supposed to use so really don't exhaust yourself if you just can't get the stuff put up that's okay um, one thing I do recommend is that if it's overwhelming for you, pick out two or three pieces that you absolutely love and put those out. You know, things that bring you joy, things that make you smile, things that make you happy, or purchase one or two things that you absolutely like. Buy a new menorah or a wreath or a tree or candle, something that appeals to you this season. Some people like to purchase winter themed items so that it can be something that stays out for more than just you know the a month of the year um, more and more i'm seeing alternative color schemes there might be a little bit of a move away from red and green especially if you are trying to break tradition or start something new you know i've seen christmas decorations in pinks and blues and greens and yellows and really again there's there's no one to say that hey you know, you can't do what you want. And in fact, one of the most freeing things for me is I've created some of my own ornaments and some of my own decorations so that I have a very personal stamp on certain things. Um, food can be a big stressor around the holiday time, especially if you're someone who uh, has either an addictive personality or you struggle for, you know, keeping up with what people expect or not wanting to overindulge because you don't want to put any extra pounds. So instead of slaving over the, the cookies, you know, buy some. Um, one thing that's a lot of fun if you can, if you have a bunch of friends that like to exchange cookies is you can sort of roll a social gathering and a holiday tradition into one and do a cookie exchange. Even if you host it, or attend and don't bring cookies, volunteer to bring a beverage, volunteer to be the one to type up the recipe. So there are still ways that you can be active in food-centered environments without having to partake. But then again, overindulging every once in a while is okay. Again, you're the only one that's aware of what goes in your body and, and what needs to be, you know, essentially coming out in terms of whether it's the exercise or drinking more water. So if you want the pie, have the pie. If you don't, don't. One thing that is really good is if you do suffer from a seasonal affective disorder or you need more sunlight, um, try to avoid, try to eat foods that are rich in B6, B12, and folate. These foods are shown to increase the creation of serotonin in your brain, and serotonin is the feel-good hormone. So that's just part of really taking care of yourself, making sure you're getting all of your nutrients met, and making sure that you are giving your body exactly what it needs. And really, your body might need a little bit more of that this time. And don't forget to drink water. Stay hydrated. If you're hungry, drink water. If you're tired, drink water, because really, 
we really do need to drink a lot more kind of as a society than, than we do now. Um, family can be exhausting, but if you are going through something and you're feeling certain feelings, please make sure to tell the people around you, the people that love you, the people that support you. Don't go inside yourself. Don't become secretive. Even if you want some space, sometimes you need to clue people into that or they're really going to worry about you and then they might even become a bit more um, sort of interested in what's going on. And if they're pushing you away by being sort of sticking their nose where you don't want it, sometimes the best deterrent to that is saying, you know, this holiday season I'm really struggling with, you know, missing my dad or not seeing the children as much or not having someone believe in Santa or, you know, this is the first year that I'm single or I'm by myself and I really don't know how to function. So I just need a little bit of space. So if you really know that there are certain people or certain events that are really going to trigger a bad spell for you, avoid it. You know, you have the right to be your own person um, if you are missing someone, it's not too bad of an idea to hang out with a good friend or sort of create your own family. You know, we all have those people in our lives that over the course of time we become closer to. We sometimes know them better than their family does. There's no reason saying that you can't celebrate the holidays with those people or you can't invite them over. And the way I'm leveraging technology now, if you are miles away, try to schedule a Zoom or a Skype or a FaceTime or some sort of face-to-face -face interaction through technology because while phones are good and emails are nice, sometimes you really need to see the face of the other person and you need to see them smile. And while you can't reach out and touch them, you can come a lot closer through the use of technology than you have in years past. And give me a second, I'm just dealing with it. So then traditions. Um, this is a time when multiple religions, multiple secular celebrations are happening. There's Christmas, there's Hanukkah, there's Kwanzaa, there's the winter solstice. So if a, a scenario in your life has changed and you're not gonna be able to carry on certain traditions or you're not in a geographic area that you've been in before, please give yourself the time and space to mourn the death of these traditions. Um, you know, I think sometimes we're too quick to just say get over something and not allow processing time. And then what happens is, at least for me and for some of my clients, those emotions then come back three times as strong, either the next year, the next month, the next day. And so not only are we trying to fix the initial issue, we're then left exhausted and spent because we never took the time the first time around. And again, start new traditions. If you've always wanted to take a, a ride in an open sleigh, if you've always wanted to have a, a cookie exchange, if you've always wanted to get really decked out fancy on New Year's Eve and go out, go ahead and do it. Investigate what's going on, especially if you're living in a new area. This is the perfect opportunity to see what groups are out there. I'm a big fan of the app Meetup. Because a lot of times you can find either people that are interested in the same sort of um, activities or have the same goals or belong to the same career. So you're automatically going to start out with people that you have things in common with. And a lot of times meetups 
are in very public places. So it's safer than just sort of going out and trying to meet people. You have a very specific destination. Always tell someone where you're going, but really sort of reach out and see what's going on. Or if you really need to get away, check into the cost of going on a vacation and spend the holidays by yourself. If you've always wanted to take a cruise around the holidays, go for it. Fly to a log cabin in Maine, um, run a boat down in the Caribbean, take a trip to Europe, whatever it is that will help get you out of the funk, I would say try it. It, it, it within reason. Now don't, you know, exhaust your savings and don't go on a wild spending spree, but if you don't want to be in your normal atmosphere, then absolutely go ahead, listen to that little voice, listen to the voice of your intuition, and go ahead and, and get out of town. Um, I think one of the best things that I can recommend you do is be preactive instead of be. I'm sorry, be proactive instead of reactive. So sort of establish a plan, map out a calendar, know what your non-negotiable events are, sort of decide which ones you absolutely have to go to, and then create a plan of how many people are you going to reach out to and wish a happy holidays to. Um, how many work events are you going to go to? Are you going to go to all of the kids' events? Are you going to attend the Christmas Eve dinner and the Christmas Day mass and the Christmas Day brunch and the day after Christmas holiday exchange? Or are you going to just pick one of them and, and go? Um, are you going to do something to celebrate the new year? Um, really let yourself sort of be prepared. And that way you won't be caught unawares and you'll have a little bit more control. Obviously, there are gonna be things you can't control. There's gonna be unexpected invitations. you know. And one thing that you can do is also map out January and February. There's no law that says you have to see every single person in December. Have a brunch on January 2nd. Plan a lunch for Martin Luther King holiday when you might have Monday off. Um, President's Day comes up in February. Maybe plan a long weekend with some of the people. So you get to spread it out instead of having it in this very sort of condensed crucible. And then really whatever is important to you, spend your time and your energy and your money on. If it's a new pair of shoes, if you're a person who really loves going to the spa, if it's just taking 20 minutes a night to yourself to take a warm bath and to reconnect. Um, if you like meditation, do that. If there's something that has helped you in the past that you've kind of gotten away from, go back to it, whether it's journaling or drawing or exercising or learning a new skill or practicing a craft or reading a book. Now's the time to find those creature comforts and to allow yourself to really overindulge in that. Overindulge in something that's going to make you feel good, that's healthy, and, and then hopefully that will fill up your well a little bit. The most important thing you manage is your own energy. And really, that's the only thing that you're going to be in charge of. So as you're sort of looking at the landscape of where you are, try to determine what is your absolute primary concern. What is the thing that you really need to sort of own and sort of embrace and know that it's going to happen anyway? So know that you need to emotionally regulate yourself if there's an ongoing conflict in the family and you really don't want to be around someone, but you have to sort of prep yourself. Please, if you are suicidal or experiencing severe signs of depression, please reach out 
for professional help, whether it's a doctor, a minister, a counselor, a life coach, the suicide prevention hotline. You know, I saw conflicting statistics when I was putting this webinar together, and some people say suicide statistics go up, and then the CDC says, no, actually they go down because you tend to be around more people. But whatever the case is, the holiday, holidays can be a trigger for massive depressive episodes. And if self-harm or suicide comes across your, your thought, please reach out, call the suicide prevention hotline. In worst case, call 911. If there's someone in your family dealing with these crippling emotions, don't poo-poo it. If someone says they're going to hurt themselves, don't ignore it. You absolutely have to give credence to that. Um, so I did want to say that you don't have to muscle your way through these thoughts. There are plans, there are medications, there are programs available. Um, one of the things that really you are in charge of, if you can be, is trying to get as much sleep as you can. Your immune system will absolutely take a hit if you're not getting enough sleep. If you're rushing from place to place and you're not eating your regular meals and you start out tired and then you're working a five to six day week and if you're a student, you've got finals and if you're a mom, you've got kids and if you're divorced, you're trying to balance where the children will go and it can just become cumulative. There is research that lack of sleep exponentially increases and it really is hard to get out of a sleep deficit. And then one of the most important things to remember is that life is going to go on. The days are going to continue marching on whether you're ready for them or not. But what's also good is that life continues. And at some point with a plan and with the proper assistance if needed, you are going to find yourself in a better place. This time will pass. Spring will come again, there will be clouds, there will be flowers, there will be April showers. This is just a phase in your life that you might need a little bit of extra help with. And please reach out to your friends. I, I mentioned earlier to tell your family what's going on. If you need somebody to call you every day, if you need just a, hey, good morning text, the only way that they people sometimes know what we need is for us to ask for it. So at this point, I was going to open it up to questions, but it doesn't look like they, there is actually many of you on the call at the moment. Um, so I am going to be wrapping up in one second, but I did want to share my contact information with you. Um, you know, you can reach me at my website, www.stephaniesmithlifecoach.com. My cell phone number is 443 616-6910. I used to do a 15-minute free discovery call, but I realized that's not really a lot of time to see if we're a match. So my first 45-minute call is absolutely free. I tend to focus on coaching that is strength coaching, looking at what you've done well in the past and applying it to a current situation. A lot of individual reflection because you're the ones making the connections. And then my coaching is future focused because we can't undo the past. We can only learn from it. So I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. If you are struggling, I encourage you to reach out. Again, my cell phone is 443-616-6910, and you can book directly at my site, www.stephaniesmithlifecoach.com. Bye, guys.